Shut up and sit down. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen from around the world. This here is episode 101 of Third Shift. <laughs> and I'm one of your hosts, the illustrious, glorious, imperious Mr. Batten himself. Ah, oh, yes, the invincible. <laughs> and None as of always, these things are true. None of these <laughs> things are true. And as always with me is the grudgery drudgery. Simpleton, uh, Mr. Man! This is 100% reversal <laughs> of the actual descriptions here. I'm living in a bizarro world, and I want to say. Bizarro! Bizarro! I want to say hello, Matt, and how was your wonderful week this week? It was actually a pretty good week this week, aside from, you know, doing work and all that stuff, whatever. But. Let's see, it was Friday last week, because my weeks on third shift go from Thursday to Thursday. Friday last week, I had the day off, went and saw Skyscraper at the uh, Regal Cinema just down the road. It was a fun show. I mean, it's not a not an A-plus cinema experience, but you know what you're getting into. If you want to see The Rock jump around and punch some people and stuff be on fire, you can't go wrong with Skyscraper. That was a lot of fun. Let's see, the very next day... Went out to Gun Lake Casino, because I always hear ads on the radio about, oh, hey, our buffet is like fresh and local and really cool. And I went there and I was like, hey, this buffet is fresh and local and really cool. Salad bar was super stocked. I was like, oh, man, this is a lot of fun. And then, you know, because it's a casino, you go play a few games. Played like an old school Wonder Woman, 1970s, the TV show, Slot Machine. That was fun. Mom played a Walking Dead slot machine. That was pretty fun. And then I talked about it on IG2G, but that was every time I turned around, there was a video slot with a with an, with an attract screen going. And every time the Konami logo popped up, and I was like, huh, what? 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 Oh, it's Jingle Star Rainbow Slot. Okay. It's, it's not like a game. Like, not a real <sighs> thing. Not a real sad. game that I can go play and maybe mm. win money from playing a video game. Or just, hey, there's a video game here. This is the this is the cool kids section. I go play Metal Gear Solid while Granny loses all their coins or something. You know, I don't know. That's a million dollar idea, Matt. That's it. It's called a video game casino. Okay. Now that's check how it you out. bring the arcades yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's how you do it. And if you can last, like, say, one stage, boom, you get your money back. If you can last two stages, you double it. Three stages, et cetera, et cetera. And you can always pop more money in to get more chances to double your money or get it back. That's a, that's actually not a bad idea. I wasn't going to go that far. All I was going to say is you rig up the, the uh, arcade machine so they take those casino tickets because you print mm-hmm. out the little casino ticket and put it in because that's what you could do when it's like, oh, man, I'm down to like 46 cents and, you know, it's 50 cents a play. You say, oh, I'm right here, Billy. Go take your 40 cents thing over to the the arcade mm-hmm. and roll it in there and get two plays of Donkey Kong or something because they would yeah. round that up because it's not real money money. Mm-hmm. Well, in this That'd way, cool. it'd be real money. And then, obviously, what you got to do is you got to cap it because there's going to be some psychopath out there who's like a god at House of the Dead, for say. So, say if that's one of your mm-hmm. arcades where you can go in and win money by winning the rounds, if he just plays that over and over and doubles, 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 but there had to be a cap so that way he can win, but he can't just be raking the house. See, you can't do that, though, because in order to gamble, you have to be at least 18 or 21 to be on the floor. And mm-hmm. if you're getting money back... Then that's a gambling game. Yeah, or so situation. this would be for adults only, obviously. But see, I was thinking just an arcade. 
then you could have kids, adults. Oh, whoever. you're right, you're right. If then you're like, hey, we're gonna back. we're gonna go get drunk and play, you know, Walking Dead slot machine. You kids go play Walking Dead the shooter game over there, mm-hmm. and then ca- call oh, us on your okay. cell phone when you're ready to go to the buffet. You know. Uh, see, I, yeah, I see what you're going. You're, mm-hmm. I like your direction, and and that's a whole different world. I, I yeah, think yeah. that that's great for like if you just want to have fun at a, at the casino for a little bit, go play arcades, or like you said, bring your kids and they can have fun. You can have fun mm-hmm. and go home as a family. I was thinking more on the long lines of individuals like myself who hate gambling, yeah. don't like casinos whatsoever. But man, if you were like, hey, Eric, are you really good at bubble bobble? Oh, I am real damn good at bubble bobble. <laughs> uh, guess what? You put a dollar in, you last a couple levels, boom, you got four or five bucks. You last six, seven levels, oh, you got 10, 20 bucks. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm excited. Now I'm pumped. I'm playing a video game that I enjoy anyway. And if I'm good at it, I get a couple bucks. And it would give you more feedback because I'm not a big gambler myself, but sometimes, you know, they're doing the slot machines and it's just. If nothing comes up, you just go, oh. Especially if you're playing like one of those video slots that has like 50 lines and you're betting a penny a line. It's like, out of 50 lines, none of this matched up? All right, boop, nothing. Boop, nothing. For it versus your idea, oh, well, I, I did bad, but at least I was shooting, I was jumping, I was controlling a character, I was doing a thing. That'd be pretty cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm in. There we go. Oh, that's it. Quitting my job. Going in tomorrow, posting two-week notice. Going to get out alone. You in with me? Let's do this business loan. We're going to do it. Come back to me after like six months. I'll, I'll jump in on the if second I'm, wave. If I'm succeeding, you'll be on the second wave? Exactly. Okay. All right. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> You and great. Amanda take the first hit, <laughs> and I'll back you after that's successful. If you, st- if you could if, stand if, through if the first just... couple punches, I'll come up and help you out. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, terrible. But then the day after the casino, went and saw The Lion King over at the Wharton Center. That is a fantastic production. By that, I mean the stage show, the musical. That's always fantastic. I've seen it more than a few times, at least three, maybe four, over the different ages and eras that I've been alive. Outstanding. Great production, as always. Let's see. The very next day, I think it was Monday. No, it was Tuesday. Went and saw Equalizer 2 again over at the Regal Cinema. That movie was freaking great i loved it i lo- i watched the first one like sunday night i came home and i was like let me rate this on amazon watch that real quick oh first one was good actually i liked i'm gonna say i enjoyed the second one a little bit more but for different reasons but if you haven't seen it have you seen it i've only seen the first one i wanted to see the okay. second one but i haven't got a chance to get out there i will say the it's not really a spoiler because you can tell it from the trailers like that somber tone from the first one where it's really quiet and just melancholy and just it's a little more amped up in the second one which is good because it's a sequel and you got to be a little bit bigger and more moving and grooving but i really enjoyed no real spoilers but the the whole theme of that ending bit in the first one it's all super Uh quiet in the second one it's super loud okay so that's all i'm gonna say well i'm hoping to see it i'm hoping to see it this weekend so i'll I'll definitely be able to compare notes with you a little bit then but Mm. it, it looked good i loved the first one so mm-hmm. when I saw this, I was definitely interested, but I, I went camping, which I'll tell you a little bit about my little oh, yeah. target. So. And see, I had never seen the first one. I mean, I had saw trailers back in the day, and I was like, yeah, it looks pretty good, and just never got around to watching it. And what got me to watch the first one was seeing the slick, super stylish trailer for Equalizer 2, where it's got like the stopwatch running in the background, and like every single sound effect is just boom, 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 on point with the stopwatch, with the music that's going. And I was like, 
that's the best trailer I've seen in a long time. And I went and watched the movie and had a great time. So there we go. I think you'll enjoy it. It was a good show. Oh, man. Now I'm looking forward to it. Dang it. Mm. Oh, I was already pumped about it, but now I'm like, yeah. And then Mission Impossible's out too. So I was like, mm-hmm. which one do I seek? Lies of Two, Mission Impossible, Six or Seven, whatever one it is. Doesn't matter. I think it's Six. I think it's Six too. Sure. But I've, I've, I've seen everyone <laughs> in the theater, so I feel like it's like an obligation. I have to go. But I really uh, want to check out Equalizer 2, so I might be like, oh, let's go check out this one. And then catch Mission Impossible at the you know $2 theater in a few weeks or something. Yeah, that's true. That'll definitely come there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen most of those in the theater, too. Hey, it's total movie side tangent. But I've seen <laughs> most of those in the theater except for the last one. So I keep trying to scrounge for it on Amazon or Netflix or Google Play and stuff. I think I'm going to have to rent it from Amazon tomorrow night after I get off work so I can watch it because I'm going to go see Mission Impossible, the new one, on Saturday morning. So that'll be cool. Hell yeah. I was originally going to go see that Saturday morning, but instead I'm picking pears out in the orchard. See ya! And then what else have I been doing this week? Oh yeah, I've been watching the G1 Climax Tournament for New Japan. I printed out this giant bracket. Eric can see it. Nobody else can see it. I printed it out at work, spoiler alert, and then I've been filling it out. That's been a ton of fun because I watched a bunch of it last year and then missed like the second half or the second or the last third of it. And I was like, man, you know, I don't want to let that happen this year. I want to watch all the matches. And what's going to make me do that is if I print out a bracket and I put the circles and the X's and, you know, who's where and who beat who and who did this. So that's been a lot of fun. I mean, I said before, the action's hard-hitting, fast-moving, Japanese strong-style wrestling. It's, it really ticks all my boxes. One of the best matches that I've seen in this, in this past week was uh, Tomohiro Ishii versus Hiroki Goto. That was just two dudes beating the crap out of each other, and it was great. I don't know how to explain it. There's, there's certain matches in New Japan or in Japanese-style matches where it's just two tough dudes just wailing on each other and then like they'll do like the slap you in the face like come on come on get up and then they like hulk up and just like no sell and just kick the crap out of the other guy it's just beautiful it was great i got done watching it and it was like it was the main event for that night and it was like yes ah now i gotta go to bed but i'm super pumped up ah Good stuff. Good stuff. But you get all kinds of, all kinds, because you got technical wrestlers in there. You got brawlers. You got high flyers. And like I said, every single night, you get four main event quality matches. Great stuff. Good stuff. NJPWworld.com, 999 yen a month. That translates to like eight bucks. Great value. Perfect. G1's awesome. What about you, Eric? How was your week? Hey, oh, so the, guess what I did? I went camping. Went camping with the family. Went to uh, one of our resorts that we uh, are co-owners in here, you know, living that high life. Whoop, whoop. So we've typically gone to these smaller resorts, and then this time we're like, the hell with it. Let's try out one of the big ones. My God, this place was huge. You couldn't go anywhere unless you had a, one of the little golf cart things or you drove there. So we get in our camping spot, which, by the way, was took us forever to find because this place was packed to the gills. And apparently, if we hadn't reserved it months ahead, we weren't going to get in, period. So we were lucky to even get in, got in there, found the camping spot, got set up, figured out, oh, hey, look, the putt-putt's on the whole other side of this place. The dome, which has an arcade, is way over that way. Then they have this uh, little, like, 
entertainment area with movies and all this other stuff going on. And then they have this pool area. They got three different pool areas, but the one big pool area with the lazy river and the uh, splash zone water park thing going, that was on our side. And that's the side we, you know, got our little site on. So we were able to walk to that, which was pretty cool. Had a ton of fun with all that crap. Then we had family come up. So they're in there and, and we're like, yeah, hey, welcome to camp. And they don't camp often. You know, so we're like, hey, welcome to this. It's a crazy town. Look at all this crazy stuff to do. And then, oh, this is neat. And then guess what? It starts freaking raining. Pouring wow. rain basically the rest of the week, and we're there. And in between the rain, we would, like, run to putt-putt. You know, not run, but drive to putt-putt. Get over there. We'd putt-putt halfway through. It starts pouring rain. run like little ants. Hey! You know, getting to cover under one of the big pavilions. Call it a shot there. We ended up getting pizza. Okay, at the pizza place, which they have a whole freaking pizza place, restaurant slash ice cream place here. Wow. They don't play around. Typically, you'd think, you know, it's just some generic, you know, to-go pizza-like crap. No. No, no. Not if you're at some giant campground that you got to pay to be a member of. Yeah. And you have, like, 14 putt-putt golf courses <laughs> and, like, 18 <laughs> chauffeurs that'll just drive your car for you if you want to go to the putt-putt. Actually, it's funny you said because, of course, they, they chauffeur your uh, campers around if you'd like. So they'll nice. they'll move your camper for you and do that all for you. But no, man, this pizza was amazing. It was really good, super cheesy New York style, big fat slices, cheese gooping off the sides, grease dripping everywhere. Awesome nice. pizza. Thought that was great. And then we're like, well, you know what? It's rainy. It's gloomy. It's doomy. Let's head on over to the arcade and check that out. We go down there. Lo and behold, on one of our special episodes, we were talking about arcades growing up. Mm-hmm. Oh. They had a Dance Dance Revolution type game in there, the whole nine, boom, big as big as you could see, and I was like, oh yeah, getting on that, dancing, doing my thing, sucking like I always do. <laughs> <laughs> they had a Simpsons pinball machine, the original OG, got nice. on that, played that. They had um, uh, Dayton USA, they had a couple other classics. That was really, really cool. So I was impressed by that. I liked that. I was like, oh. And then I go upstairs, right? And there's like, hey, adult lounge only. Cool. So I go up here, and lo and behold, they got the bolt. Remember the bowling arcade where you had to spin the ball? Where you like had the track ball, and you had to like Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had that in there and the golf one. They also had the track ball. Nice. Arcade set up there. They had uh, badminton. They had... um, they had all those little mini badminton things going on. Mm-hmm. They had um, pool tables. They had air hockey tables. I mean, I'm just like, wow. Okay, this is this is cool. I like this part of it. If I could just mm-hmm. hang out here forever. They also have an indoor pool and spa. Anywho, just saying, it was pretty neat. However, we just didn't like having to drive to yeah. every single location we wanted to visit. So this coming up month, we got another camp out, and we're like, and we're supposed to go back there for some other family that wants to come check it out. But I'm trying to convince them that they want to go to a smaller one and just kind of, it's one that's half a size, has almost everything this one does. Mm. But I don't know if they're on board. They haven't responded back, so they don't respond back. I'm just gonna do it anyway. But you know. So when are you gonna invite me to one of these campgrounds? Actually, it's funny you mentioned that. I was actually going to. So, Uh, but I'm thinking fall time. Uh, Yeah. I think fall time, then it'll just be like us, and I'll see if the wife wants to go and the kids too. It's fine, but mm. she's she's wanting to do one for sure, but she's not too big on you know the cold time camping. 
So I was like, well, you know, it'd be a good time to invite a couple buddies up, you know, go to mm-hmm. one of the cool wilderness wilderness ones that has, like, you know, decent stuff, but at the same time, you can actually camp. So mm-hmm. I think it'll be fun. We'll talk about that more later. No, man, I want to go to the big one. I want you to drive Gosh, me out to Putt-Putt, man. Drive me I out to go, Dance Dance Revolution Machine, eh? <laughs> drive me out to Dance Dance Revolution. Well, it's funny you say it because that one is open year-round, and it has mm-hmm. ice fishing available on the two lakes well, of course it does, because it's this grand freaking thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they like a, a retractable <laughs> dome pops up and heats all the inside to like summer temperatures. <laughs> oh, ridiculous. So that was a good time. <laughs> Had fun with that. Beyond that, as always, I've been dabbling in a million different games, tiptoeing around here, trying to find my main squeeze for the next little bit. I still haven't found it. I'm kind of just drifting. But, um, yeah, that's it. That's all I've done. I haven't really seen any big shows. Like uh, I was telling you during your segment, I want to go see a couple this weekend, and the wife's mm. going up north, so that'll probably give me an opportunity to maybe even catch both. We'll see. Yeah. And then, as always, since I had a big, long segment, I forgot to even talk about video games, but I haven't been doing much either. I've been getting into Luminous Remastered really big. I've unlocked enough skins in that to keep me going, like in that skin shuffle mode where you play through all the skins you've unlocked. That'll keep go- me going for like a full hour before it hits the peak amount of skins. So I was like, yeah, I'll play this for a little while. I'm just playing, playing, playing. Time elapsed, 55 minutes. Holy crap. Just went by like that. So that's been a lot of fun. Been playing a little bit more of Danganronpa, another episode, Ultra Despair Girls. It's pretty good. I, I feel like I enjoy it, but I don't like want to play it. And I'll get more into that in the What You Play in Third Shift when we talk more about all the games we've been playing. But it's just something isn't hooking me, even though when I play it, I have a fun time. It's really weird. I don't know. Other than that, nothing much for me, except for what we did as a team this week. The first thing we did as a team was IG2G episode 34. That was a pretty fun episode. We got some we got some cross, we might have to call it like IG2E, like Imposter's Guide to Entertainment, that episode. Yeah, Maybe just, that's just, for, just for an episode. That's IG2E episode 1, IG2G episode 34. It worked out. I liked it. It was SDCC. It was inevitable that we were going to talk about some movies and TV shows, etc., because that's kind of what that whole thing's about. Mm -hmm. And then also what we did as a team, recorded it on Sunday. Maybe it was last Sunday. I can't remember now. It's been so long. But the second Shifter monthly topic dropped. You teased it earlier. We were talking all about arcade games. So if you want to hear about our histories with arcade games, those of us who've actually played more than, like, two, Danny... You can hit up the Patreon, drop five bucks in the tin, you get access to that. Extra bonus episodes, those are always fun. Yeah, I enjoy the heck out of them because it's just a a nice walk down memory lane, the past couple of them anyway. Mm. And either way, no matter what the subject's going to be, you know it's going to be something about your personal life, which is always fun and always easy because, duh, it's all up in your brain. (laughs) That's right. You don't have to do research. All you got to do is research your brain and say hey what game did i play oh yeah it was dig dug yep that's it that's it that's what i did it was fun i loved it (laughs) that was a lot of fun and hey speaking of fun what's more fun than unlocking 
like a little treasure box and having purple stuff come out. We got shift codes for Golden Keys and Borderlands 2, so hit up the Twitter, the Reddit, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider. Go get yourself some free loot. I'm not going crazy on this one because I went crazy on my week. I had like a long week. I'm not going to be like call up Randy Pitchford on his cell phone, have him text you the number to a secret secret like safe deposit box and go in there and like, oh, hello, Mr. Jones. I'll leave you here with the safe deposit box. And you open it up and then you get the Golden Keys. Look, I did it anyway. You're welcome. You did it. Uh, everybody, you're welcome. And guess what? You know what? I still have my Tiny Tina in the box unopened with my three shift codes and my keys waiting there for me. I cannot wait. One day when I get unlazy and actually build <laughs> and actually build the cabinet top here I need to get done so I can play out all my little cool figurines and put them where I need mm. to be, that's when I'm going to open that box. But until that day, it's just going to sit there staring at me and doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> See, that's one thing I always do. Whenever I get a figurine, I always pop it open. It always, especially like Funko Pops. Like I see people putting them in the, keeping them in the boxes all the time. I'm just like, no, man, just when are you going to sell that? Nobody's going to sell never. that. You're never going to sell Just pop them out. Just throw them. Throw them wherever. Claptrap's fallen off of my entertainment center like a hundred times. Whatever. He's fine. He's, he's a brick. He's fine. That's what Claptrap's for. Just throw them on the floor. Throw them down the right. stairs. Use and abuse. Kick them around. Pee on them. You know, whatever right. floats your boat. He deserves <laughs> nothing. No respect. But you know what does deserve your respect, what deserves your time and effort, is listening to me tell you about the Battleborn free rotation this week. This week, they've finally done it. I think we went through I, J was last week. This is now Rotation A. What do you think about Rotation A, Eric? I'm not even going to tell you guys what it is, because you should remember, because I said this was going to be Rotation A. Rotation A has come around again. What do you think about this Rotation, Eric? Well, since what I said last time was what I said last time, this time I'm going to say roll with the man with swords, because swords are great. And if you spin to win, you win every time. That's Wrath who I'm talking about. If you're unawares, just mm. spin to win, spin to win. Don't try to do anything else, because who cares? You'll win half your matches. <laughs> That's actually pretty true. I remember a lot of really bad matches where, mm-hmm. you just spin to win the whole time. Or is that he just spun to one you, and then he always got his ult up. I don't always know, spin to win. Always up, always up. <laughs> I'm going to say thumbs down on this one. Not a big fan of most of the characters, but I agree with you. If you spin, then you win, so you should spin and win. There you go. It's done. Boom. Sage advice. We team it up. Our brains connect. We put out the sage advice. Everybody says, boom, that's the one guy or gal to be. That's all you got to do. That's true. I like Uh it. That's not bad. Uh Maybe that'll be our new gimmick. No, because you always have to respond to it. You're going to pick somebody bad next time. I'm not Probably. doing this. No, yeah, this no, is not no, happening. You're going to have to agree with this. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, Miko is the best. You put out the damage. You're a little spore bomb. Oh, God. That's, that's oh, terrible. He's stupid. I hate Miko. No. <laughs> oh, but what will be a good idea is running down the patch notes for Fortnite. We got Fortnite patch 5.10. Happy birthday to Fortnite. <laughs> So, what caught your eye in the patch notes here, Eric? I got quite a few things written down. I'm glad you got quite a few things because, let me tell you, man, I read through these suckers and I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be great. It's the big birthday edition, all sorts of cool stuff. And don't get me wrong, they did all sorts of cool stuff. But to be quite frank and honest, nothing really caught my eye this time around. The only only thing I really took note of was the fact that they got rid of the dual-wheeled pistols. And I was real sad about that. I had a lot of fun with that. And, of course, replaced it with the new uh, close-range SMG. SMG. Compact, Compact SMG. Yes, that's it. And, of course, the nice part is they do have a legendary version of it, which is awesome and always a lot of fun whenever you can find one. 
and I'm interested in it, but typically I don't do that much close range. Hmm. I'm more of a far away guy. The only reason I did come close range is because I was excited about the dual wielding pistols, just because I love that. It, hmm. it just it fulfills a fantasy for me. It fulfills a fantasy. Whereas a compact SMG does not fulfill any kind of fantasy. It usually just means death for me because I suck. And at close range, one on one, I'm usually the one that gets murdered. Now, what about a fantasy of it being too good so they either broke or nerfed it and then took it away? Because that's the rumors that I've been hearing. I didn't hear it directly, but I'm pretty sure I heard, oh man, they just brought it out and it was too powerful, so they just sucked it back away. Just like they do with all their weapons. Yeah, that's basically what happens all the time. So it makes Mm -hmm. sense. It's fine. It's just they replaced it with a weapon I'm not particularly excited about. But for Mm. everybody who is, it's great. I mean, hell, cool. Yeah. So sticking on the birthday event, just to run down a few things that popped out there for you guys. They have cakes all around the map in Battle Royale. Next to the cake will be little slices of cake. You eat it for 5 HP or 5 shield. And you can complete birthday challenges to unlock a new emote, spray, and back bling. And speaking of customizations, you got a new birthday hero. I think it's Birthday Brigade Ramirez. You know, new skin for your soldier. That's always fun. And then the other cool thing that I did think was cool is they they made a big tweak that I'm not going to go into. Something about, like, specialty heroes are now part of your inventory. So you you have to deal with them as part of your inventory. But as the birthday bonus, they gave everyone 25 more inventory slots in Save the World. So that's not going to affect you that much. And, hey, more inventory is always better. Oh, I do love more inventory. Don't get me wrong. And I'll say with the, the Ramirez, it's only in the Save the World mode. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and that's usually the course of things, but I, I'm hoping that they they get a bunch more out there in the Battle Royale, too, because I haven't really messed with Save the World in a while, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I'm like, well, that's cool. I should get back into that, but eh, I don't know. It's fun just to go in and play some solos and kill people and, and have fun. I, I'm like, I don't know about all this building teamwork where if people are crazy and it doesn't work out. Uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Now, two other birthday things is the battle bus and the supply drops are now reskinned to be birthday skins. That's always fun. And then the other cool thing is now they have, they did just like what Overwatch did. Ooh, surprise, surprise, when they had their anniversary loot boxes. Now, Fortnite has birthday llamas that have all the the specialty event items that weren't unlocked by just doing quests. So anything you could get from, you know, lunar stuff, from, you know, the, the spring revel stuff. Any, any of that stuff is now in the loot pool for the birthday llama. So if you didn't get that stuff back in the day, now you have a chance with the birthday stuff. Happy anniversary. Happy birthday. Yes, that is awesome. I love that whole gimmick. I hope that continues in all the games going forward with the games of service and loot box kind of thing. It's mm. fin- it's a good time when you can be like, all right, hey, here's this one period where I got a chance at all the cool crap I missed in the past and just go for something. You know, because that, that's what it's all about, is getting the loot and hoping you get something you don't have. And it just sucks if there's like, oh, hey, there's three things, but I didn't want those, but that's what's in these packs. And then mm. you're like, all right, well, I mean, I still enjoy the game, but I'm not really interested in winning or getting anything. I don't really care. And now, speaking on llamas, let me spin this into the... Uh, it's pretty much the only other big thing that I wrote down that I thought was pretty cool, is now they have dupe prevention for all llamas. So if you open up a llama and it rolls, a, you know, you're getting a melee weapon that's epic it will automatically roll you something that's not in your collection book already. Now, this applies to epic, legendary, and mythic items only, but I think that's pretty fantastic because nothing's better than, oh, I'm going to get a legendary. Oh, I have it already. Uh-huh. Great. 
Uh, well, that's useless. Cool. Yay uh, for me. And it's already in my... I have had two because one's already in my collection book and I'm using one. I got another one. Uh, that sucks. So good on them because nothing's worse than getting dupes. I don't like it. It sucks. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And beyond that, I think, if I remember right, they did say that uh, they upgraded Founders packs, If uh, and I haven't logged on in a couple days, so I need to get in there and check it out. But I, I did hear somewhere that the Founders are receiving some retro actively given gear now. Oh, nice. So there is a few pieces of uh, back bling and a couple other things uh, for any Founders who didn't already receive it. I have That's to confirm good. that by checking on, but I'm about 99% sure I heard that somewhere. So if you haven't logged in in a bit and you're a founder, hey, hop in, grab whatever it is, and have a good time with it. If that's true, then it's a great thing for them to do because, I mean, obviously as a founder, you got the earliest access to the game, but they, don't, they've ha- they haven't really had many bonuses for those founders in a long mm-hmm. time. And this seems to be the case with a lot of founder packs like, you'll get maybe, like, some retroactive coins or something, but it's like, eh. If you at least look different or if it's, you know, stuff that could have been unlocked before, but you missed it and now you get it anyway, that's at least, it's at least something. And maybe they can say, hey, look, that's the thing that the founders got unlocked. That's well, pretty cool. And that's where I hope they go with this, and I hope they, they keep that in mind and, you know, just mm. add a couple perks here and there for the founders. Because, like you said, most games, when you get on board with the founder thing, they front load it. Like, all yeah. right, here's here's 100,000 plus coins. Here's this cool backpack. Here's this level 7 item that's ultra rare and only you guys get it. Thanks for being a founder. I.O. Ohio. Farewell. Off you go. And then mm. that's it. And that's all you ever get. And then, yeah. and in this instance, it's really crazy because, of course, Battle Royale, the biggest part of the game, went free, was free to play. So everybody mm. in on board... They're playing for free, whereas, you know, you paid your money to get on Save the World and then got, oh, hey, oh, Battle Royale. And then they were like, hey, you know, we still love Save the World, but Battle Royale is the big the big money maker, You know, mm-hmm. the $8 billion money maker. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it'd be nice to, hey, remember us guys who were with you? Just a couple things here and there. That'd be cool. You know, just once in a while. I would have thought as soon as Battle Royale blew up, they would be like, hey, all you people who bought Save the World you get, I wouldn't say all the skins, but you get some kind of legendary only Founder Edition skin. Just because, like you said, everyone else jumped in after it was a big thing, once it was free. But we paid our thirty five ninety nine or whatever it was for those few, what, four, six months before Battle Royale came out? Mm-hmm. We, get, we gotta get something that you can show off in Battle Royale, or, and especially once... The whole thing goes free to play. You got to get you got to get both. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I wish, and I still hope it's not impossible for it to happen. But also, yeah. they could the battle pass. You know, maybe hey, for founders, oh, yeah. you get you get a few battle passes for the next few seasons on the house or something. Something. Neat. Or or hey, here's the founders battle pass. It's Ooh. got like two levels with specific founder stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a hundred levels. You got to grind for it. Just hey, look, if you play a little bit, you'll get it. You'll get there it. There you go. Hey, that'd be a good idea. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We'll there you see. Go. You're welcome, Epic. It's yeah, we'll look forward to seeing that in the mailbox soon. <laughs> well, 
So other than that, in the patch notes, all kinds of tweaks, all kinds of adjustments, all kinds of the kind of stuff we don't go into. 14% up, 13% down, 18.5% speed. Nope, nope. Mm-mm. We're not doing that. If you want to know all that stuff, I mean, it literally applies to pretty much everything. Like building items, health, supply drop rates, storm circle closure speeds and distances and character abilities and save the world and reload speeds and all this other jazz go hit up the patch notes for all that info because there's a ton of info out there if you want to know it you know where to find it indeed you do speaking of finding things i was searching all over the place going man there's gotta be some news from uh, our boys at gearbox well unfortunately this week gearbox publishing and gearbox software nothing really big happening on them fronts however mm. today the day of recording this, of course, as per usual, yeah. Gearbox Publishing had a cool stream with We Happy Few, Compulsion Games, going over a lot of details with the three characters, a little bit of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were going to unbox the the We Happy Few uh, time capsule. Yep. And I tried to watch it all, but unfortunately, <laughs> as life goes, I had to get in and caulk a bathroom shower. I had to go do this and that, cook dinner, da-da-da-da-da. I watched about 45 <laughs> minutes of it, and you told me you watched a good 30, 40 minutes of it as well. Yeah, I think overall I watched about 45 minutes of it, and I say watched with the biggest quote fingers in the entire world because I tried to watch it on the Twitch app on my phone, and for some reason that was like the laggiest thing that has ever happened. Like, I'd, I'd put it up like two more minutes to get past the countdown, and it would be like, and it would take like two full minutes for the circle to go around, even here on the Wi Fi that I'm talking to you over with no problem. Totally screwed up. So I was like, all right, let me get on my laptop. Twitch stream came up like that, but the video did nothing. Like, I would jump to a point and it would freeze the frame right there in that one frame that it spooled up to and then the video wouldn't play i could hear the audio fine but no video at all so i've listened to about 45 minutes of the episode because i was able to turn them up to 1.5 speed because you can't see the audio so who cares just go yeah i got through about yeah maybe 30 45 minutes i got to the point where they were talking about ollie but before that I don't know. What are your impressions of the stream so far? And maybe we'll be able to go into more detail next episode. Yeah, we'll definitely... I'll watch the rest of it and see if there's anything we missed or any new events that took place. But as you said, I got up through the alley part before I had to take off. And the Arthur, everything we saw with Arthur, we've previously seen. Uh, pretty mm-hmm. much everything we saw with Sally, we've previously seen. Yep. It was just the uh, whole Yam uh, cult section from Sally's view and from Arthur's view, which, like I said, we've done that, been there. Mm -hmm. The individuals over at Compulsion were talking over it, a little bit about what, you know, the motivations were and how they they like the different views that you're going to get and how the different Mm -hmm. things go down. And then they were talking about, you know, who Sally is. But once again, all this information has been covered if you've been paying attention and following We Happy Few for a while. So nothing new there. Unfortunately, the audio for Compulsion Side was really, really off. It was very Mm -hmm. echoey. And I have to to assume it was probably just the mic. Somebody had a double mic up somewhere. Something was going on. Because the room didn't seem large enough to provide that much back feed. Well, I think what it probably was is they probably had the mic sitting in the middle of a table, but what they had up on the computer and the speakers was the stream. Mm -hmm. So as soon as they said stuff, it went through their mic into the stream and then 
since they had the stream up on their computer or monitor or whatever, they it their mic picked up themselves in the stream again. That's and that's what I feel over. like was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was just that split second off. So I feel like that's what was going on. It made it a little difficult to understand what they were talking about sometimes. And, of course, you could tell Lisa and Meredith were also over there trying to pay attention to what was going on. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you're trying to pay attention to what's going on, keep the course of the show going, it starts to get a little difficult. And then you can't yeah. understand what they're even talking about. So you could definitely tell. It was like, okay, just let them have their spiel. And then I'm moving on because I have no idea what's being said right now, what's going on. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to stick the guns to this. So that was an unfortunate little part of it. Yeah, I agree. That was... It was really hard, especially for me, because I had no visual clues as to what was going on mm-hmm. during the part where I was trying to watch it. But I, f- I found like if I turned the stream up to like 1.5, it seemed to flow a little better because, you know, they Compulsion would have a spiel. Elisa would go, wait, we didn't quite get that. What was it? They'd say it again. So you'd have, you'd have less of that awkward time if you crank that speed up a little bit. But like you said, Eric, I, I did... It's it's good if you didn't see that. I think it was the inside Xbox stream where they showed the whole yam, the altar of the yam bit from Arthur and Sally's perspectives. If you didn't see that, this is pretty this is pretty cool stuff. So I'm not going to give them too much crap for rehashing it because it's a different medium that they did it on. But like you said, pretty much everything, at least up to that point, if you had been paying attention, you did know about it. From what I was able to gather from the Ollie part, it was cool that you actually got to see... Well, I got to hear some of what he's about. You got to see a little bit of it. So that was cool. You got an actual... You knew who he was going to be, but now you can actually see what's going on. Or I can hear what's going on. You can see it. Yeah, it just solidified the fact that I'm going to be playing him. They showed like some cool concept art of his original iteration, which was like this really just almost zombie-looking soldier dude. He looked like a whack job, complete whack job, and that oh. was neat. And then it showed like the middle iteration, then the actual one they went with in the game. And they said that he's a little more cheery, but he's got like a you know voice talking in his head. He's still off his rocker, having a hard time dealing with everything. And he's much more physical than either of the other two are, obviously, because he's previous military. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, this sounds right up my alley. So Sally uses the poisons and the tranks, et cetera. Arthur's your everyday kind of Joe, just trying to smuggle and connive and talk his way out of situations, flub mm. his way through, basically. And yeah. then you got Ollie, who's like, nope, hey, I got I got grenades. I'm just going to blow them all up. I've got this giant bat with all sorts of metal studs on it. I'm just going to kill everybody and shoot them, mm. et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, yep, there it is. That's it. That's the one I want to be. They didn't show any particular story for him, though. It was like, well, we're kind of trying to keep him under wraps. He's our he's our one last secret. You know, there's still secrets for everybody, but you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. So they just showed little cutscenes of him in like particular spots doing a thing. Like they showed him on this pedestal throwing the grenades down. Then they showed him hitting some of the uh, bobbies with the big old freaking cricket bat or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was enjoyable. I can't wait to play him and see more about him. I'm hoping they reveal him completely before the game comes out, just mm-hmm. just because I want to know more about him. But if they don't, either way, I'm already sold on him. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how you get access to the different characters because they're talking about, you know, the tutorial island and stuff. You're always Arthur. That's what they always say. You're playing through Arthur's little intro story. So where do you get to choose these other characters? 
I'm interested to see that because obviously you want to play Ollie. So if you got to play like 10 hours into the story to unlock Ollie, that's going to be a, not a no-go, but that'll be a disappointment for you. I can't wait to play Sally and be Metal Gearing around, sticking people in the neck with syringes and stuff. When do I get to do that? How do I get to do that? Do I get to just pick her from the start? I don't know. Because it's story-based, but it's not really, but it is. But I'm interested to see where they, how they work that in, how they work character selection into that game. Yeah, now that you mention it, I've only ever heard of Arthur's beginning land little intro. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I can imagine is that the intro is Arthur, and then through the intro you meet the other two because they'll both be on the island with you, and then yeah. you all three of you in the in the intro story get to wherever you need to be to begin the real story. And, and then, then at that point, you diverge. fan out. Exactly. Do kind of like an Elder Scrolls intro. Hey, we're all here, and we're the party, and we get out, and now you choose who you want to be. That makes sense. That mm-hmm. would make sense. That makes sense. I think that's probably the way it'll go, unless we're completely wrong, and they just haven't said that you actually get to do Sally or Ollie from the very beginning, but I could have swore I've heard only Arthur. But, hey, what do But I we know? usually are wrong. We're so usually wrong. It, so, yeah, there you it go. It could be either way. <laughs> And if we did miss anything else, I have already previously seen the the time capsule uh, unboxed. They mm-hmm. went at Gearbox Publishing, threw them out to a whole bunch of different streamers out there, and they've done unboxings all over the place. So it's one hundred forty nine ninety nine, I think, for the box. It's, wow. Yeah, it's a pricey box. Um, it does mm-hmm. not come with the game. There was uh, some confusion on that. And a couple of people I saw were like, "Oh, I went to buy the you know went to buy the time capsule, but the game wasn't included. What the hell?" Yes, no, it does not include the game. It has the vinyl. It has uh, a little watch, a little um, uh, what do they call it? alarm clock type thing going on there. Okay. It comes with the actual cool replica of the We Happy Few mask. All mm. sorts of really neat stuff in there. Awesome. If you're big on the game and you got some extra funds, it's definitely a really sweet package to pick up. Yeah, I mean, it sounds really cool, but for not having the game in it, that's so pricey. I mean, at least for me, because if I have to buy, spend sixty bucks on the game and then one forty nine, that's that's big time cash. That's oh, yeah. big time cash. Like I said, it's definitely for people who have the uh, disposable income, or you're just mm. really so in love with the game that you're just not going to be stopped. Yeah, and I mean, I guess for you early access adopters, this is a nice way. Hey, you've been with us this whole time. If you're still around, here's some really cool collectible stuff for you guys. Maybe think of it from that perspective. We have people Mm -hmm. who've already bought it. Maybe here's just a nice cool box of collectibles for you who've been around with us from the beginning and totally will want this stuff. Yeah, I agree. It's neat. It was cool. I like seeing it. Definitely can't afford it. Mm -hmm. I would love to get my hands on the vinyl someday. Once I, you know, obviously I got to get a, a player for it, but mm-hmm. that's kind of been on my back burner. I want to get one of those, put it on the bar, mm-hmm. and start collecting those and nice. have really cool video game music to play on them. That's a dream I have, but we'll see. We'll see where it goes. That's pretty cool. Or even just that get like some, some like classic rock or some whatever kind of classic oh, yeah. albums you love and just you know, sitting in a bar, like we're at a bar, an old school bar. That'd be awesome. Well, that's why it's funny you mention that because Linda. Uh, my wife's mother, she mm. had a bunch of that kind of stuff on vinyl. Oh, nice. ACDC, you know, mm. Def Leppard, Pink Floyd, all that. And they're just sitting around gathering dust because obviously she's she doesn't need them anymore. So, mm. <laughs> so it's like, man, if I just had one, I could play that. Oh, that would be neat. Oh. That would be pretty cool. 
Mm-hmm. And your wife would stomp on the on the floor upstairs. Turn that yes. down. Turn, turn that off. Down. Put oh your headphones God. in. Oh, this isn't like Except being at the bar. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's my life. I still my headphones on. <laughs> the big long coil headphones that go all the way across the room. Oh, what? Hey, you know what? I already have. I've, I've said before, hundred freaking foot cords go all through the might house well. to get. Why? <laughs> might as well. Who cares? Just one more cord. Doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Awesome. So yeah, I'll definitely be looking to catch up on what parts of the stream I missed because I haven't had a chance to see all of the unboxings of the Time Capsule Edition. So if anything new comes up in that stream that I missed that I want to talk about, I'll bring that to you guys next week. I'm sure if anything pops up for you, same thing, Eric, you know? Oh yeah, I'll be watching the rest of it probably later tonight. So next week, if there's anything awesome, then we can be like, oh, retroactively, that was great or cool or super neat, something we didn't see before. Whoop, whoop. And mm. if not, oh, well, it'll still be cool to see. Just because you don't see Gearbox streaming too much uh, these days because they haven't announced anything or talked about anything, etc. So whenever they do pop on, it's like, oh, oh, what's, oh, oh my God, what's going on? Big production. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Now, one thing I do want to mention, because I made the mistake originally. Now, I followed the, the link off of Twitter to get to the stream on my phone when it didn't work. But then I got on the computer and I was like, all right, twitch.tv slash Gearbox Software. And it went, hey, this doesn't exist ever anymore. So it's now twitch.tv slash Gearbox Official. It's the new Gearbox Twitch account. It still has all the old streams from the last one, so I don't know why they made the switch. Maybe just because they'll be doing a lot more publishing streams. Duh. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. That's exactly why, Mr. Matt, because they're just going to put one thing, boom, publishing, develop, side on the same thing. Bada bing, bada boom. So that pretty much wraps up the compulsion game slash stream bit of the show. Any last bits of news or anything that uh, that popped out? Well, Earthfall came out, Matt. Oh I mean, what? Oh man, I was so I was so still hung over and drunk from episode one hundred that I didn't I even say, I didn't even realize. These two weird weeks, you know, they're all mingled mangled together. I don't mm-hmm. understand what's going on. Earthfall has hit the ground and it's come out to mixed reviews. You you get one review. They're saying it's fun. It's it's an indie version of uh, um, Left for oh Dead. Oh my god, Left for Dead. Jeez, oh Pete, this is escaping me. <laughs> it's like an indie version of Left for Dead, and that's that's kind of where I put it in the front terms of. Mm. I've watched tons of gameplay. I haven't been able to get my hands on a copy yet, but if it happens, I'm gonna get in there and rock it out. I enjoy the gameplay I watch. I mean, obviously there's some bugs, there's some issues here and there, mm. but I feel like with friends. This would just be, you know, drink some beers, have a good time, just like I did with Left 4 Dead. Obviously, it doesn't look as polished as Left 4 Dead does. doesn't look as streamlined or smooth. But the difference here is, is whereas Left 4 Dead disappeared and it's gone forever and it's never coming back, so everybody just bury, bury your hopes and dreams. Earthfall is like, hey, here's the game. Now, what does everybody want to see us do next? What do you want? What improvements do you want? What do you want? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Please let us know so we can start working on it to make this game everything you want it to be, which is noble and pretty damn cool. Yeah, that's definitely commendable. I mean, so many games come out and then just sit. So I've seen a lot of reviews that have been you know, popping out some criticism for it, so it's good to see them say, well, okay, we've gotten that reception, or we've gotten that reaction, or we've gotten that reception. What do people want from us? How should we improve it? That's pretty cool. I mean, I hope they deliver on that and listen to the suggestions and get it even better than where it's at right now. Yeah, I feel like this has a good chance to still be an amazing game. 
Because as we just discussed, they said they're going to keep fixing it. They said they want input on what people want to see fixed first, et cetera, et cetera. And then on a previous message, all DLC, they said, is going to be free for everybody who's bought the game. Yep. So you're not. it's nothing but good, really, if you think about it. You're getting a game that's not bad. And you and that's the problem. Is I think everyone is comparing it straight up for to Left 4 Dead. Yeah. And it's like that's not quite fair. Left 4 Dead had billions of dollars back in it. Big, 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 big franchise. Whereas this is an indie an indie title that's getting some extra money from Gearbox publishing side in some way or form. I think it was like I said, it was just distributing, I don't know, whatever the deal is, doesn't yeah. matter. But either way, it's a, a much smaller studio putting together a game that's trying to be, you know, left for dead, but of course their own spin on it with the aliens. Mm. It's like you gotta cut some slack. You know, you gotta understand, yeah, it's gonna have some bugs here and some and a little jank here and there. Everything I watch is pretty fun. I would say the only criticism that I have is from all the gameplay I watch, the five or six enemy types do seem not to get old, but just get routine, mm. I feel like. I feel like it's like, okay, wave and the wave and the wave. And then you get a caller who comes and attracts them all to you. Then you get a little draft man. It, it feels like it's always the same kind of rotation, and I don't think it's supposed to be, mm. but I feel it's pretty, pretty steady in the way it uh, throws out its enemies at you. So hopefully they vary that up and, of course, add new ones in the future. Yeah, I definitely think that you said it before, but people definitely need to temper their expectations because anytime somebody sees something that is like Left 4 Dead, they go, oh, it's Left 4 Dead. Let me compare it to a Valve game. And you can't compare anything to a Valve game. But I agree that it seems, to me, the gameplay doesn't seem very engaging. Like, it doesn't pop off the screen at me. Like, when I watch some certain games, I'm like, I want to play that. I want to have a controller in my hands and do that. This one doesn't, it doesn't have that pop to it. But I definitely agree that this could be a really fun drinking beers on a Friday night with your buddies type of game. Because you're not going to notice that, you know, the voice acting isn't quite good or the gun sounds aren't that great or the, you know, the enemies aren't that responsive when you shoot them or whatever people's complaints are with it. You'll just be like, oh, man, come over here, Billy. We got the thing. Oh, oh, he's got grabbed by the grabber, dude. Look at him running. Woo-hoo-hoo. He ran off the cliff and he's dead. Ah. You know, just uh, get get the build, get the building. You know, put up put up the uh, the turret the turret walls. Oh, okay, there we go. Sweet, mm-hmm. great. Oh man, it's fun. Yeah, no big deal. But if you're going at this with a fine pick, you know, tooth comb or whatever, mm-hmm. the saying is, you're gonna find a lot of problems. It is definitely not a polished hundred percent game in in the in the you know Left for Dead. <laughs> or, I think that- <laughs> I think that's a saying in the dentist world. If you're going at it with a fine pick, you're going to find all kinds of issues with you're it. You're going to find all sorts of problems when you start ripping it to shreds. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, that's not everyday life, man. I built a wall. Oh, yeah. Why, no, stop it. Just leave it alone for a day. Uh, so unless you got anything else, Eric, I think that pretty much wraps up the show. I agree. I think that does wrap up the show. We got to we got to end this. We got to cruise on into the end. Come on. Now, as a spoiler alert, we do have a mailbag question sitting at the bottom of this crusty old musty dusty mailbag. We're going probably going to get to that next episode or on another episode where it doesn't run to be about an hour long as I exactly predicted. You're welcome, Eric. Haha, I know what I'm talking about. But if you would like to fill up this crusty, dusty mailbag, you can do that by sending us a question, a comment, a concern, any kind of good thing. Just send it to us via email at info at thirdshift.me, tweet at us at thirdshiftme, or find us on Facebook under Third Shift.
Indeed, you can do all those things. And you can also go check out our wonderful Patreon. Over there, we treat it just like a tip jar. You want to throw us a buck, throw us five bucks, ten bucks, thousand bucks. Anything is most appreciated. We do this for you guys and without your support. Well, we wouldn't fade away because we'd keep on trucking no matter what. But it does definitely help keep the lights on, pay the bills, keep the podcast running where we're not dipping in our own funds. And, you know, I, you know, if my daughters don't eat, well, that's what has to happen to keep the show running. They could use, they could stand to skip a few meals, Eric. I mean, I'm not oh, saying anything, but I'm just, you know, dang. I'm just being real with you over here. That's brutal, man. I actually have no idea what your daughters even look like, so it's. Just I was gonna say you haven't seen them in like a year and a half or two. <laughs> so they could be giant balloons. See, I could be right. You don't, you don't know. know. You could be right. I don't know. They actually, so no. They actually, no. That's not true. I see Isabel come down all the time because I see that curtain go. Woo, oh, woo, that's woo, true. Woo. Like, who is that? Oh, there's a fuzzy. There's a little fuzzy head oh, coming through. Phrase head. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Go to bed. Okay, go to bed. What did mommy say? Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> that's verbatim. Usually, the conversation. Yes, yes and that's indeed. usually what happens when you, when your wife comes down too. Go to bed. What did your mom say? Okay, go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. Go to bed. It's all right. Love you. Love you. Go to bed. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So back on track. We appreciate all of our current patrons. And anybody else who does want to get over there, please think about doing so. And if you can't, that's fine, too. We've got mailbag questions. As Matt has said, we need filled. So please go on ask us questions. We've got five-star story sagas coming at you. We've got all sorts of cool ways that you can get involved. You know what? Hey, that's an idea. Hey, send us your five-star story. There you go. And it, yeah. And you know what? Make it a five-star story about you giving us a five-star and how you came about getting said five-star. You know, maybe you killed your coworker. Maybe you drowned some puppies. I don't know. Tell me the story about how you got that five-star to give to us. <laughs> Does it have to be dark and bleak? Of course not. But Eric's a dark and bleak person, so therefore that's all I know. That's all I know. That's all I know. <laughs> I actually really like this idea. If we get... People submitting their own five star stories to add to the legend. That'd be freaking fantastic. Mm hmm. Yes. Oh, I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. So please do that. Any way you want to interact with us is very much appreciated. It, it, it brightens our day, helps us stay motivated and keeping this show running. You're talking about like stuff people send in. I have this vague uh -huh. memory of like a, some, like being able to show off a talent on a certain day. Did we do, oh, did we do like a like a Saturday like dance competition? What what was it? Yeah. Like a, oh, did we play Jenga on Mondays? With something. The people? God, it was something. Talented. Oh no, talented. Dan, Dan, Danny will probably have to drop it in because we don't. I don't yeah, remember. I can't, I can't. We got Danny. Help us out. Brrrr. <laughs> and uh, if anybody else out there remembers what that was, you can send us some of that. To the email and the Facebook and the Twitter and all that good stuff. But until then, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 3rd of August for our very next episode. You can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Podbean. I don't know why I went iTunes, but you can get it on Southern iTunes as well, apparently. And as Eric always says, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, rating, review, comment, and subscription. Any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. 
Indeed we do. And as I always say, those five stars are the most important things. I think they are more important than anything else we do on this show. The five-star saga must continue to thrive. And with that, Matt, you know what? There's nothing less to say except for... <laughs> Don't, Don't forget, forget to save. To save. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and sit down.